Hey folks, uh, good morning, happy Saturday. I want to spend a few minutes talking about Airbnb rentals, short-term rentals. As a, as a brokerage, we primarily do SBA loans and bridge loans and other, other uh, non-bank or near-bank, I should say, commercial loan products. That's 90% of what we do. But we also do non-QM investor loan products as well. So we see our fair share of Airbnbs. And as much as it makes sense that model right now and how popular it is, it has not caught on everywhere, especially in the lending world. For example, if you own an Airbnb property, a non-unoccupied investment property, and it's entirely or a majority rented out via short-term Airbnb renters or even moderate-term Airbnb renters, even if it's a month or two or three months, it's still technically a short-term rental. So in the agency world, in the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac world, unless those rentals are documented on a tax return, you're not going to be able to use them. So that obviously could be problematic, especially with a with a refi of a of a newly purchased property. Um, and of course, right now, anyway, the rate execution on an agency loan is the best out there in terms of, of rate and fee. So that is typically the, the first place that we would we would look. But as I said, in, in that agency world, short-term rentals are still not looked upon favorably unless they're fully documented on the tax return. Uh, but if you have a newly rented property, then that's not going to work for most lenders, right? If they decide to portfolio it and, and um, that, that's, a, that's an exception, but typically that's not going to happen. The other path that you can take is a non-QM path, of course, and that's still not consistent across all lenders in terms of whether they'll take short-term rentals or not. Um, if it's a full debt service coverage ratio product, then many lenders will not take short-term rents. Or uh, if, if they do, there's got to be a documented history to that. So it becomes almost a, a pseudo full doc loan. There are non-QM lenders out there that have no ratio products, and in that case, it's not, a, it's not a factor at all. Typically, though, you can find a home, you can find a non-QM lender that will allow Airbnbs and that will allow short-term rentals. Now, the trade-off for that, obviously, is a higher rate, slightly higher, and historically speaking, not high at all. It's, you know, you're, you would still be in the fours, the fives, and the sixes, for those products, whether it's a full doc or uh, a light doc or a no doc investor product. The challenging part comes in when you want to take that to a commercial bank. So for example, we have a loan in our pipeline right now where the borrowers want to take it uh, a corporate route for, for many reasons. And so that eliminates Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. And in this particular situation in terms of 
short-term rentals. They just bought the property less than a year ago. So there's no history of an Airbnb proceeds model. So they really can't document to the non-QM guidelines in terms of, of the historical rental proceeds. So they can't really go non-QM. But they want to go commercial anyway. The problem with going commercial with, non, with non-QM and short-term rentals is simply that the, the commercial banks really don't like them. They really, really viscerally don't like them. Now, there's a few that we have because we're brokers and we have multiple relationships with many banks. There's a few that'll take them. Um, but if there's any other problem with the loan, if there's any other imperfection on the loan, it's not going to go through. That will be the only exception, them allowing an Airbnb rental model. So if you're a property owner that either has an Airbnb property or is looking to buy one, just be aware that it's not quite a slam dunk, even though you think it should be. And even though I think it should be, it's not a slam dunk. Underwriters like to see tax returns. They like to see a full doc rental stream. Now, we do have lenders that will take a pro forma model and use projections, especially on a purchase money loan, in particular on a purchase money loan. And they would just simply use the the market rents off the appraisal. So we do have homes for that, and we've done them before. Um, but that's why we think going to a broker is your best option because we're, we're literally the only place where you can find a commercial bank path, an agency Fannie Mae Freddie Mac path, and a non-QM path, and a bridge path as well if you wanted to get interim financing until you um, – uh, we're properly, we're able to properly document it. So that's just a word of advice as it relates to short-term rentals. Um, once again, in the agency world of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, unless it's on the tax return, you're going to have a hard time actually including those rental proceeds. The non-QM world does allow for it. Not every non-QM lender will. Many non-QM lenders will default you into a no-ratio program, which means they'll allow it, they'll take it, it's, it's fine, but the rate's going to be high. The rate's probably going to be high fives, low sixes at that point. And then you have to rationalize whether or not it makes sense for you. And then finally, with a commercial bank, 90% of the commercial banks will not take any form of short-term rental. Um, typically, even if you have it on your taxes, it's just not a model that they're very good with. And, and if they do take it, the rest of the loan has to be extremely strong extremely strong. There can't be any other imperfection on it. So if you have any questions about short-term rentals, about Airbnbs, about seasoning of, of rentals or properties or values, please reach out. We'd love to help you grow your business. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.